This week is huge. It's a really big deal, astrologically speaking. We have a new season, a new moon happening right after that new season. We have Pluto, a planet that takes forever to enter into a new sign, entering into a new sign. And we have Mars leaving Gemini for the first time in seven months. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app for iPhone. To support you through Saturn's entrance into Pisces, we wanted to give you free access to Chani premium content. All you need to do is use the code SATURN30, that's S-A-T-U-R-N, all uppercase letters, 30 on the Chani app to get access to all the resources. AfroCode is valid until March 31st. Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast, and I'm your host, Chani Nicholas. All right, let's talk about what all of these changes might mean for us. Well, the beginning of a new season is always important because it marks a literal physical shift that we will all go through, depending on what hemisphere you're in. In the northern hemisphere, of course, this is the mark of springtime. So our bodies are going to go through a transition because of the amount of light we're going to start to get and that we have already been getting because of the increase of daylight. Of course, in the southern hemisphere, this marks the beginning of fall and the closing down of the light, so to speak. So whether we are going into a moment of like a bursting forth of energy, or we're going into a moment of a closing down of energy, it marks a big shift and our lives will change, our tempos will change, our rhythms will change. So that's on one kind of physiological and also just very practical level. There's a shift in terms of our body's clock that's happening this week. And then Right after the equinox, which occurs on March 20th, we have a new moon in Aries on March 21st. So this marks a new lunar cycle and a new beginning. And because it's a new beginning that's happening in Aries and so close to the equinox, it does feel like a new moon that is marked with a lot of energy. There is a lot of heat that is coming with this new moon. And it is a new moon that we can use to start something in our life. And because right after the new moon on the 23rd of March, Pluto, the planet of big transformations and really in-depth change, because it's changing signs, it just marks a new era that we're moving into. The last time Pluto changed signs was in 2008, and that's when Pluto entered Capricorn. And I don't know if you remember 2008 being anything of a year of note, but of course, it was the year where our financial systems had a type of collapse, not a full out collapse like perhaps they should have, not a full transformation like perhaps they should have, but there was a definite feeling 
on multiple layers and multiple ways the world over of financial institutions going through a major overhaul or a major shift or some kind of change, right? There's some, there, was, there was a way in which we did business and then 2008 happened and then there was a whole kind of collapse and a rebuilding again. Not one that necessarily changed for the better at all, but it was something that was felt the world over. So that is a example of what happened the last time Pluto changed signs. Now, Capricorn is about institutions and it is an earth sign. So it is also about the material realm. So money, banking, all of those kinds of structures are definitely belonging to Capricorn. Now that Pluto is moving into Aquarius, we're looking at a very different motif. Aquarius is about the collective. Aquarius is about humanity at large. Aquarius is about the group. And Aquarius is about how we think. It's an air sign, so it's always going to be about communicating our ideas. It is a sign that does really well thinking outside the box or being outside of herd mentality. And there is, we could say, because of these connections about communications and and ways of seeing things and kind of structuring our ideas, there are connections we could make to the ways in which technology functions because technology impacts the group, right? We've never before had the ability to know everything all the time, all at once, everywhere, the whole world over. So it's very Aquarian to be thinking about, be learning about, always be cognizant of what's happening in every corner of the world, in a sense, because it is about the collective. And because technology has such an impact on the collective, and because it's how we are able to collectively connect, I think that Pluto's entrance into Aquarius is going to say something very important about technology probably about AI, probably about our ways of collectively corresponding and what it means about our collective power. Because Pluto is a god of the underworld or a planet that talks about the underworld. So it is about these deep, long, huge, big transformations. But it's also about the resources that lay under the earth. It is about power. So what is our collective power? How is our collective power being harnessed for the good or harvested, we might say, for the good of tech companies and not the collective? What are we giving over when we do get on any app? The Chani app, just so that you know, is an app that is owned by us. It is not anything that is funded with even a cent of VC money. We are not beholden to anyone. Your data will never be sold. We will never sell this company. We are not trying to go public. We are not trying to get big tech money. We are not trying to get big VC money. We are a group of astrologers and writers and creatives and entrepreneurs, and we wanted to offer this work in a way that was accessible to people. So our app is not something that gathers data on you and then sells it to another big entity. 
that is not what we do here. We're trying to do something very different. But I think that those kinds of conversations, not that we haven't been already having them, but those kinds of conversations are going to be amplified with this transit. Now, I will say Pluto is only in Aquarius from March 23rd to June 11th before it slips back into Capricorn. So we're just getting a taste of it. It's going to come back into Aquarius in 2024. So this is just an introduction, but it will be a very interesting time period. We will want to be looking at how tech companies are talking to us, what the collective mood is. And I think what's going to be really important is to understand our place in the group, right? To understand collective power, to understand the importance of collective care. So one of the things you can do to kind of bring this transit down into your personal life is to really look at how you are connected to groups of people and what your role is in those groups and what you would like it to be, what you don't want it to be, how you are establishing group connections that can help you to foster the transformations that you need personally, but also collectively. Like you belong to a family group, you belong to, even if they're not, you know, blood family, you belong to a friend group, you belong to community, you belong to a town, a city, a street, a neighborhood. Like, how are you facilitating those roles? Are they really unconscious? Do you not really like to have a role? Do you want to make it more conscious? Do you want to make it kind of a a bigger part of your life, how you're connecting into the networks around you? That is how we create safety. It's not by watching each other. It's by being in deep relationship with one another, which doesn't mean we have to be friends with people we don't want to be. But it's about how we're connected. It's about how we're looking out for each other instead of policing each other. Right. So thinking about that, who are your people? How are you connecting to them? How are you in the group? What's your role in the group? And of course, this is a major moment for the part of your chart that contains Aquarius. You don't have to have a planet in Aquarius. Everybody has all 12 signs in their chart. And the part of your chart that contains Aquarius is going to start to go through this very, very, very beginning, beginning, beginning of a beginning of Pluto's couple of months in Aquarius. But you'll most likely feel something there, understand something there about your power, about the change that's going to happen there, and about the transformations that will take place over the next many, many years. Pluto will be in Aquarius until 2043. So by 2024, we'll be solidly in this transit, and it'll be there for, you know, a couple decades. So it's a long chapter in our lives, in our history, our collective history, personal history. We're just, again, going to get the very beginning understandings of what this transit will mean for us, but it's a very important one. It marks a whole cohort, a whole generation of people, right? Your Pluto sign is very much about the generation of people you came in with. So that's happening also this week. And then Mars is going to move into Cancer on the 25th 
of March. And this signals another shift because Mars was in Gemini before, during, and after its retrograde. So Mars spent an inordinate amount of time in Gemini, the sign of communication. It's when we had the big Twitter Musk meltdown, etc. That was all, you know, the beginnings of the Mars and Gemini transit. Now Mars is finally moving out of Gemini into Cancer on the 25th of March. Mars doesn't do amazing in Cancer, I will say. It's very kind of like passive aggressive or it is in a sign that's trying to connect and build family. And Mars is the warrior. Mars is the one who severs and disconnects. So it's a funny kind of mix. We kind of go at things scuttling sideways like a crab. But what that makes for is some very powerful and evocative ways of approaching something. There was an essay I was reading recently and the person was described, there was an introduction to the essay and the person was describing the way this writer wrote as such as like scuttling up to the issue. And so this writer introduced a topic that was connected to, but very much a kind of fake out to what the piece would eventually be. And that really felt very Mars in Cancer to me because it was like offering us something. And then by the time we were inside the subject matter, we got kind of walloped with this other thing from the side. We didn't see it coming, but it was really emotionally impactful and effective. So you can think of the ways in which you can work with that energy again the part of your chart that contains cancer is going to receive this transit from Mars. But all that to say, this week signals major shifts, right? It's a new season. So just on a physiological level, we're going to get used to a different tempo, a different stretch of daylight, a different stretch of nighttime. That's going to really do a lot to our systems. Not like it's overnight. It's been happening. But the mark of spring or fall really feels like, okay, we're in it now. And then all of a sudden, we're we're deep into the season and the past seasons have shed and we have to kind of catch up. So new season, new moon, potent new moon to work with. I love this new moon because it really has that starter energy. It's really quick. It's really fiery. It's really bold and courageous and brave. It's a new season. It's a new moon. What are you ready to do? What are you ready to go out there and say, you know what, I'm just going to try it. Aries doesn't worry about getting it perfect. It really doesn't. Aries moves into action. That's what it's good at. So this new moon is really helpful for those things that you're like, I just got to take an action. <laughs> I, I need to stop worrying about what it's going to look like or if it's right or wrong or whatever. I just need to move into movement and like get with the flow of energy. So that new moon's here to help us. And then... By the 23rd, Pluto moves into Aquarius. You might not feel it on a personal level right away at all. It's a, you know, it's one of those very slow things. But you might notice a dream or you might notice a message or you might notice an invite. Take note of what's happening in the group. Take note of what's happening in the collective. It's, you know, there's always something. But take note of the sea change that you feel. This is just a precursor to a very long book with many chapters that we're in, but it's like the introduction to the whole saga. So take note over these next couple of months, what is shifting in this part of your chart that contains Aquarius? 
And then Mars gets released. We're in a new story. So in a lot of ways, this week feels like it's bringing a lot of new energy, a lot of changes. This is one of the most dramatic weeks of 2023 in terms of the astrology. It's not an eclipse week, so there's always that. I can always save the super drama for eclipses. But and also, you know, this is this is big stuff. March just marks this moment of new territory, new space. We're in a new dimension. What do you want to do with it? What do you want to do with this new beginning? What do you want to make with this energy that's like, okay, fresh start. We are in a different place now. Let's go. What can you do from this point? Yes, there's your past. And yes, it's important to always understand what happened before and always mine that part of our history. But sometimes, like this moment this week, it's important for us to just say, okay, what if I just started from here and let myself go forward? What could I do that was new? How could I let myself off the hook? How could I give myself the chance at a new beginning? I hope you do. I hope we do. And I hope we understand our collective power more now than ever. It's a very power to the people moment. Once again, I just want to thank you all for leaving reviews in the App Store. It means the world to us. I wanted to share one with you. It's called Chani Has Completely Changed How I Do Life. Well, I've always appreciated astrology and its guidance. To be honest, it would all sort of go in one ear and out the other. I just couldn't wrap my mind around how it worked, no matter how many people took the time to explain it to me. But Chani and this app have opened up the knowledge and practical guidance of astrology wide open to me. And I'm absolutely obsessed in a good way with aligning my life and work with the energy of the cycles. It teaches me how to honor, leverage and work with my own astrology, as well as the energy of the moment. And what's even more appreciated is that it teaches us how to deeply receive and integrate the learnings and gifts that are available to all of us every day through astrology. It's really opened up my awareness and appreciation of life. Thank you, Chani and team. And I will keep telling everyone I know about your wonderful app. All right, sending you lots of love, many blessings. Check out your reading on the Chani app for the week. And take notes because you're going to want to refer back to them. Bye for now.